Hey yo, this is Greenskin Mango. Welcome everyone to the Gamango Show. I'm Gordon Meyer, chatting with you from Hong Kong. And I'm John Witcher, coming to you from the crossroads of America. Each episode, we'll be discussing creativity and life. We'll be drawing from our 30 years of collaborating together in so many creative endeavors, successes, failures, our influences, and our current inspirations. So let's get going with the Gamago Show. Ninety-one summer, going into ninety-two. Me and you are hanging out a lot more, and we're writing a lot more songs, and we're getting into a lot more different kinds of music. And Drake's you know out, kind of stuff. Yeah, man. stuff that I had never even dreamed about. Yeah. So you were you were teaching guitar. You were um, learning a lot more about your instrumentation as well. And plus you had some great instructors there at the place oh that you were teaching yeah. and you were yeah. learning from them too. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I always considered that stop of like you teaching guitar to be a pretty phenomenal learning experience and, and an incredible way for you to show your talent and share that because it was really fun too to also have these kids oh hey you're john's friend and you're in this band or something we're not really in a band but we play a lot together it was cool to get that respect from kids that we were doing something because like us they had never seen anybody do it we, we oh, had no, no we had no mentors. We had nobody to talk about how to do this. And we had very little support, especially in the kind of music that we wanted to do, which we didn't even oh, know. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think truthfully, um, I learned more teaching than I did just practicing, you know, because I learned as a teacher that, you know, you're one o'clock may want like death metal and you're two o'clock mm. may like classical and you're three o'clock may like jazz. And it, it just really makes you a well-rounded person. It was, it was pretty well-timed. I think it helped immensely. I remember playing Higher Ground with oh, some of wow. your guitar teachers and you, and Derek was on the drums, and oh. it was just like, I could not, I mean, I couldn't believe it that I, you could just say, uh, let's play Higher Ground, and they all would know it. It was Go crazy. right into it, and I remember uttering the first words of that you know as a singer i was i have never experienced this boom no. of a live band behind me and it was so energizing and so that was just like going into a different dimension it was just like wow yeah. this is what it could be oh yeah absolutely green skin mango why would wow. you call yourself that <laughs> the question I get all the time. <laughs> yeah. As you have to repeat again, green skin mango. It's like the website, you know. What was that? Greenskinmango.com. It's all one word. Green skin mango. Yeah, exactly like it sounds. G-R-E. Yeah. Green skin mango. All one word. Green skin mango. Yes. I know. Couldn't we have just like named ourselves Air or something? That would have been a lot more. Easy. <laughs> do you remember how it came about? I do. We were practicing. A friend of mine said, "You guys are probably the the weirdest band that I've ever heard because you go from a song like Native Song to One Big Love, 
and one is death metal and one is really light reggae. Uh, he said, that's probably the strangest taste I've ever had. You ought to call yourself something like Greenskin Mango. Green mango. Yeah. And we looked at him like, where did that come from? Yeah. I, I, and, you know, me always wanting some sort of like creative control over things. I just sort of threw down the gauntlet when that like dropped out of his mouth. And I was just like, I have no idea where that came from, but it must be coming from another part of the universe that wants us to use that name. So he was a vessel. He was a vessel <laughs> for, for green skin mango. I think it was like something that he had in, in his salad at Applebee's or something like that. But I mean, truthfully, I mean, truthfully. Oh, John, do you remember too with green skin mango? We also wanted to try and get it a song into Snapple. Oh, we it, did. That's right. Does we, anybody we, even we, remember Snapple? We, <laughs> do they still sell Snapple? We auditioned to, to get our song into their commercial. I remember that. Oh my gosh. And yeah, that was wild. And and Man, I that's, think, that's that's been a minute. Goodness. <laughs> and I think that they didn't even have a flavor for mango, which now seems ridiculous because every everybody in the world has a flavor for mango, but at the time they didn't. Uh, what? They're probably thinking, okay, this is kind of way out in left field because I remember it was kind of a strange song. That we, most of the stuff we did was pretty off the wall. For a mainstream commercial, they're probably thinking, wow, um, okay. <laughs> So as I talk about a mental note this week, I saw something that I wanted to reflect upon talking about being the invisible disability. And I know that a lot of people, it's kind of hard to imagine that somebody's going through these things just because you can't see what they're experiencing. I know mental health, especially with the pandemic, has pushed a lot of people really, really hard. And a lot of people are having trouble bouncing back from it. Some people take it lightly, as it's called the invisible disability. Some people don't take it serious. But if you're experiencing this, I encourage you to reach out to people in the community. There are a lot of different resources. I work as an employment specialist as well, as a CPWIC. I see a lot of what goes on with with different organizations who are out there to help. Like we talked about last week, you know, trying to handle this on your own can be really, really tough. And it's not something that you have to do. I work around this every day and it can just really compound. And it's just really important just to reach out and stay connected. So there are a lot of different organizations. The National Alliance of Mental Illness, a key consumer organization has a warm line. SARDA. There are so many different organizations for getting the, the help that you need. And don't be afraid to, to reach out. I know that as we hear about the invisible disability and how can it be that bad, it's a very serious situation and we care and just reach out, please. Absolutely. Yeah. If you need help, always reach out for it. So we'll put those website links on our episode description. So you'll see it like on our Apple podcast and Google podcast and Spotify. You'll see that on that link in the description of what this episode is about. After Bone Zero, we kind of went our separate ways for a little bit, didn't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I was still in high school. Yeah. I just like gone into a first year of college and getting ready to go into art school. Then we had uh, uh, the band that we got together, uh, Terrace, that we were just in very, very briefly. The thing that I remember most from that, to be honest with you, was when we were driving down the road listening to 
the radio station and the ad came on about the, uh, they said the first band that was playing the, the show, the second band that was playing the show. And then they said, Terrence, they called us Terrence. They said, and, <laughs> and opening Terrence. I don't remember Terrence being on the bill, but. <laughs> we go checking through the indie newspaper, the Nouveau, yep. looking yep, for Nouveau studios. We get up to this little house, and it's a home recording studio. We're not in New York or anything where we go to some big studio. It's a home rec- recording studio. It's just for a meeting first, you know. He wants to see if we're actually a quality of artist that he wants to record, which is cool. We like that already. You know, there's a little bit of step getting to that door. We ring the bell. We're waiting. Yeah, we're really anxious about this. It's so exciting, but yet this could be it. This is, our- this is our demo that we've put so much work into it. So we want to get this down, get this right, and we don't want the guitar to sound like a kazoo. The door opens, and because we're a few steps down, we're um, looking at the middle of a black t-shirt with the clown face from Mr. Bungle's record on it, which is a bit scary. And as our heads go higher to this tall man who's wearing the shirt, we see a beard and a shaved head attached to the shirt. And a voice that says, what, 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 what? <laughs> I, I think that he probably thought that we were solicitors. Uh, no, no, well, we're here to record. Oh, well, come on in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so as, yeah. as, you pull your, as you pull your heart back into your chest. Okay. It was just like Rin and Stimpy when he said, what? Like our eyes bulge and our tongues came out. <laughs> we're about to like run, you know, but instead uh, it's just like opens the door and it's, oh, come on in guys. You know, I don't know if that was the time that he made the eggless cake, this vegan eggless cake sitting on the dining table. And this guy is just the coolest guy we ever met. And yeah. he's been through all the stuff that we've been through. And all he does is make original music too. Classically trained, incredibly intelligent guy with uh, technologically, he was like 10 years ahead of everybody, you know? It was unreal, absolutely, yeah. He was amazing. But for us, that was stepping through another dimension. One, finding like a kindred spirit as far as our minds were gonna develop into. And then two, here's an opportunity to really have somebody that can help us move forward. He was like somebody that actually understood us and actually understood our potential and, you know, could grow us a little bit in recording. Yeah. I think. You know, I think that that was a big thing. We didn't know ourselves and we thought we could just lay this demo down like we knew what we were doing. And instead he brought to it a whole atmosphere, a whole environment for it to live in and to really work itself out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Recording that was like one of the biggest learning experiences ever. I do. It was one of those things where finally what I'm hearing in my head can be played out by somebody who also hears music in their head and can say, yeah, let's put this down, let's put this down. And like they'll have some idea too. This whole nonverbal sort of thing that went on that you just kind of shake your head and you go, yeah, 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 okay. It was, yeah, it was magic, it's magic. As we're talking about being creative for life, this is definitely one of those big moments in our life where our creativity and our drive to keep going is really enhanced and we finally have somebody we can really deeply learn from that would change 
how we think about making music and how we think about creating. I mean, even till today. Oh yeah. I still say he's he's still oh, yeah. in there in my head, living rent free, oh, tinkering around, making me think. Yeah, maybe there is another way of doing this. Oh yeah. It's that gratitude. Yeah, gratitude, Charles. Thank you. Yeah. We still appreciate it. Heck yeah. So that was like the best show we've ever done, right? Episode number Absolutely. two, best show ever. And we're only getting better. We're learning. We're editing. We're doing so much great work on on both sides of the mic. Absolutely. Yep. So we posed the question last time, John. What's yep. a gamango? What is a gamango? What is a gamango? So a gamango is a creature that lives inside a mango nectar can. And he pops out of the mango nectar can in the 1990s and splatters himself onto my artwork when I'm at school learning how to paint properly. And of course, it is the most distasteful thing that you could possibly do in a proper art <laughs> studio, right? Um, I mean, it goes down with like purple gack, you know, it is just like disgusting and distasteful. So, the Gamangos are like our mascot, right? Absolutely, yeah. I They've been around a long time. Art. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, got... I still have the original paintings from, from the 90s. Oh, you have those? I still I do, yep. That's what a Gamango is. Become a subscriber to The Gamango Show, Creative for Life, and visit the podcast site for more links and info. You can also visit the website of greenskinmango.com for our awesome streetwear, like music, and comedy. Go be creative, be creative, be creative.